This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Thursday, September 15th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how are you doing? Alright. Yeah? Doing alright? I, I, my phone died today, so... Yeah, you, know. you were telling me this. You, you are phoneless. Yeah, and until one around one p.m. tomorrow when I can try to get a hold of the guys fixing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm without a phone. Yeah, get it out of the shop, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and the, the it, worst part is that I like just paid it off like a month ago. Oh, jeez, yeah. it's a weird, debilitating feeling in 2016 to not have your cell phone for one reason or another. It's odd. Yeah, even for a night. Well, that's a pain for sure. Uh, well, Matt is phoneless, uh, and we're, we're, you know, pouring one out for Matt until 1 p.m. tomorrow. <laughs> no, 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 I'm fine. Pouring out for my phone. For his phone, where the, uh, the, uh, the a power button broke, you told me, which is a fun, unique problem. Yeah, we're, uh, we're getting ready to look at, uh, picks for, uh, Thursday, the 15th. Uh, Matt, we recorded a few days ago during that Mariners game before Taiwan Walker threw that complete game shutout. Uh, against the Angels. And to me, that is just emblematic of, uh, symptomatic, I suppose, of September baseball, where, again, I was talking about the bottom half of that Angels lineup. And Taiwan Walker is good and can have his good starts, but it's it's just, it's streaming season, I feel like, in September, where you just, like, look at the Angels and go, oh, they've packed it in. I can pick a decent pitcher against them, you know, and not always going to be a complete game shutout, but, like, those games are going to happen in September. Where you're like, where did that come from? Um, and, and we had one of those. We're going to hope to try and find some more of those. It's also coming up, one of the favorite parts of this is uh, clinching season. Oh, yeah. Because every time a team clinches, we did this last year. It was the Royals, right? Yeah. Um, Who did we have against them? Wasn't it uh, Carlos Carrasco? I, I want to say it was Carlos Carrasco got the Royals the day after they clinched. And we were all over it, and he struck out, like, 15. Do you remember this? I might be misremembering, but I, I think that I, was the details. I, I remember, I I think I remember the Blue Jays one a bit more vividly. That was another good one. Do you know who that was? The, I, I, I remember the lineup more than I remember the pitcher, believe it or not. I think the Royals had Drew Butera start at first base batting cleanup or something. I'm pretty sure that Remarkable yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, what was going on in the Blue Jays one that you remember? Just, just the, the sheer awfulness of the, you know, just how wretched the lineup was. They thought it was, yeah, it, it was, yeah. you know, they, they were like pulling like groundskeepers off, uh, you know, for away from the tarp and and putting them in the yeah. field. The point is that, uh, and I, I they talked about this on uh, Effectively Wild the other day, which I like to randomly play every once in a while. It's one of my favorite baseball podcasts. That teams in September don't pack it in as much as. When they play other teams that are still in competition, that are still, you know, looking for a playoff spot, they will feel the team. Like, they're trying to win each game they're in. Um, except for days that they clinch. Like, being out of playoff contention doesn't make teams fold in as much, but if you clinch a playoff spot the next day, uh, you just put out, like, you give all your regulars rest, is all we can say. So Ooh, keep yeah. an eye out for that. Uh, the Cubs' magic number is at one, I believe. Yeah. So that is one to keep an eye out for. There will be a day, uh, not tomorrow, but coming up um, maybe this weekend. But when a team clinches, stream against them the next day. Absolutely, a million percent. I don't care who it is. Like, if it's a minimum, like, cost pitcher, like, 
and it's going to be popular and touts are going to be on it, but it is, it is a stream against clinchers season, I feel like. So we're going to keep an eye out for those, but you should as well. Um, yeah, that, that's a, the fun part of DFS because part of it might be too popular, but sometimes the results are too huge. Um, Matt, did you have anything else before we get into these, uh, Thursday picks? Um, not really, no. We can, uh, we can talk about our friends over at SeatGeek.com. Ooh. Matt does want to talk about his friends at SeatGeek.com. Of course Matt does, but all right, all right. Um, yeah, Matt wants to talk about his, his friends at, at SeatGeek.com. I, I, Dylan, I, I know you don't know this. Yes. But I'm, I'm taking another road trip. You've been busy. Where are you going this week, Matt? It's not this, I don't think it's this week. Um, okay. I'm get my, my schedule out. Where are you planning to go sometime soon that we talk well, about this week? Believe it or not, you know, I'm, 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 I've decided to take a little trip to Washington. Okay. Seattle or Washington, D.C.? Oh, no, no, no. Washington, D.C. I, I want to see the, uh, the Nationals. Okay, sure. Good team. Possible clinch game for the Nationals, too. Yeah, might win their division. Should win their division. Good team to go see. Um, Because on on September 27th, I'm taking the day off work, flying to Washington to watch a baseball game. Yes. And I got my tickets through SeatGeek.com. Yes. I use the promo code STREAMS, S-T-R-E-A-M-S, and I saved 20 bucks off my seats, so I'm going to get... I got great seats... Save twenty bucks, and easy to find through the app because oh, it shows you what the cost is going to be and everything. Yeah, you know it's 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 so easy if a, a four year old could use it. Probably, actually, I'll say a, a really intelligent three year old. Yeah, has it handled too. Somehow they have a credit card. They made it work. But, you know, yeah. Anyways, I'm I'm getting all this plus a Ben Revere garden gnome for my home. Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. What did you say? The twenty seventh. Twenty seventh of September. Yes. Now I've got to make sure I'm I'm one of the first twenty five thousand fans. Yes. But I'm I'm pretty sure I'll be able to get there early enough so I can I can get my hands on a Ben Revere Garden gnome. And it's whatever ticket you got twenty dollars off thanks to SeatGeek and you yeah. get in there. So that's a uh, yeah that's pretty good. Did you, is there a picture of it? Do I need to pull this up and look at it? You can pull it up. There's a picture of it. Yeah. Yeah, that is uh, that's a pretty good one. You're picking up all kinds of promotional swag lately. Thanks to Seageek. Yeah, that's good. Well, uh, we want to say thanks to our friends at Seageek.com, not only for helping Matt pick up all this promotional stuff, but also for sponsoring the show. Again, if you want to buy tickets, if you want to sell tickets, go to Seageek.com or use the app on your device, on your phone, whatever you're using. You get 20 bucks off if you put in streams. That's our show. That's our code. It helps us out. It helps them out. Helps you out directly with twenty bucks. Um, there's no hidden fees when you browse around. It'll show you, oh, this ticket is thirty-five dollars. Like it's gonna be thirty-five dollars when you check out. You don't get the service charge, whatever. It, you browse by actual cost, and then you get twenty bucks off. So, thanks to SeatGeek, they've been great to us all year, uh, and you guys should check it out. And if you use it, tweet at us. Let us know what you're getting, especially if you're gonna do something like get a Ben Revere Garden gnome, uh, which is awesome. Um, all right, Matt, let's get into some Thursday baseball, some DFS. There are two games in the early afternoon we're going to ignore. Mm. No Detroit game, no White Sox game. Oh, we're talk about James Shields. against James Shields. We're going we're gonna to spare Matt the Mike Clevenger versus James Shields matchup discussion. Uh, but we have eight games to pick from in the evening, so a medium-sized slate. There's still options. There's places to go. Um, Matt, we start at catcher. Who are you looking at at catcher in the evening? Catcher, thin day for catcher. I had four 
which it's for fine. eight games is plenty. <laughs> but yeah, it's thin. True, but th- there were you know I, I I couldn't find any like really good bargains that we could like high five over. Yeah, no, not really. Um, you know, let's just start with you know expensive worker way down to cheap. Uh, you just want to versus Archie Bradley. Yep. Um, Archie Bradley's thing is a weakness to lefties, right? Correct. Like yeah. extreme, yes. Yeah. Interesting pitcher. If like next year, deep deep sleeper for me. Just hoping that he takes that talent and like figures out lefties, which can happen. But right now, not so much yet. Uh, next up, uh, Russell Martin versus one Daniel Wright. Yeah. Is that just picking anybody in the Blue Jays stack against Daniel Wright? Essentially, yes. Yeah, I didn't write it down, but if you want a warm body from the Blue Jays lineup, I'm fine with it. Apparently, Daniel Wright has started twice before it has, and it hasn't gone very well. No, and the Angels bullpen is bad. It's this is going to be an obvious stack, absolutely. Yeah, it really is. So, uh, Wilson Contreras versus Jimmy Nelson. Uh, I like that. I want to talk about Jimmy Nelson some more later, but I do like Wilson Contreras there. Uh, Salvi Perez versus Daniel Mengden. Yep, I had that as well. That's another... It's not a lot of Royals hitters to be excited about, but I'm very willing to pick on Daniel Mangden. Yeah. And lastly, I had Steven Vogt versus Edinson Valquez, and it's that that's like me throwing my hands up and saying, I needed another catcher. That's me too. I did. I just kind of went, yeah, I, I need more catchers. And to be honest, I didn't have anybody you didn't have. Um, <laughs> totally fine with Steven Vogt, mostly because he's okay and Volquez is whatever. Uh, there's no problem with that. I wouldn't pay a lot for it, but... If you need a catcher, that's fine. I think Randall might be my favorite, but just because I like that stack a lot. But you're going to pay for that a little bit, too. It's a tough catcher day, for mm-hmm. sure. There, there's nothing nothing real real exciting. If you want to punt the catcher, that's fine. Um, Matt, how about first base? Who are you thinking? I had a bunch of names. Yeah, yeah. So save your money at catcher spend it first. What are you looking at? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, let's see. Let's start spending more obvious picks. Uh, Anthony Rizzo versus Jimmy Nelson. Yep, all over that. Cubs are going to be popular. Uh, Edwin Encarnacion versus one Daniel Wright. Uh-huh. All over the Blue Jays stack. Chris Carter getting Mike Montgomery. Uh, I'm fine with that. I actually... The Cubs stack against Jimmy Nelson is going to be popular. I am a proponent of the fade against Mike Montgomery. There are so many brewers that can hit lefties. Are you okay with that? Oh, yeah. I got a bu- I worked on all my, all my brewers guys against the lefty. I like it a lot. The I'm gonna, I'm with you. Uh, my only problem with it is that Mike Montgomery might go three or four innings, and then it's a Cubs bullpen game. I don't think you know? he will. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, that's the thing. Sometimes the pick is like too bad, and you just he won't last, and then you're you know your guy only gets one or two at bats against him. Um, that said, Chris Carter can hit righties. Uh, I'm fine with him getting the bullpen. You know, uh, I'm not. He's not a lefty only guy, so that that's fine for me for sure. Uh, Adrian Gonzalez versus Archie Bradley. I'm good with that. He's been kind of cold lately. He's been ugly, but that split against uh, Adrian is fine for me. Or against Archie is fine for me. Agree. Uh, Brandon Belt versus Adam Wainwright. I didn't write it, but I'm okay with it. Goodness, the the Giants are bad lately, though. I It doesn't mean that Brandon Belt's bad and that I can't go there, but they just got swept by the Padres. They've just been so ice cold that... So, are, can we officially say this is a big game for them? Yeah, sure. It's a it's a big game for them. They've just been sinking like a rock. I don't know. Uh, Brandon Belt's a good hitter, and that matchup's fine for him, you know. But I just kind of ugh the Giants right now. Uh, I wrote down both of the Royals first baseman versus one Daniel Mengden. That's Eric Hosmer and Kendrys Morales. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with anybody against Daniel Mengden. Really, he hasn't done much at all. 
No, there's not much there. Yeah. The uh, one one topic back, I remembered one of my favorite uh, hashtags I've seen lately. Uh, instead of even your magic for the Giants, the hashtag I've seen lately is even your tragic, which is pretty good, given their second half. I don't know. It made me laugh. It did not make Matt laugh, but uh, even your tragic for the oh, Giants. Oh, is there a joke in there? Sorry, Dylan. Yeah. If, if you know any Giants fans that you want to throw that one to, that's a freebie. The, and they might have the same reaction Matt did, but... Uh, yeah, not a good second half for San Francisco, is what I'm saying. Um, and also, yes, Royals' first baseman against uh, Mangdon is fine. Any other first baseman for you? Yeah, one. One Josh Bell versus Jared Eikhoff. Okay, I'm into that too. He's kind of a, not a crazy power guy, but a pretty, he's been on base like crazy lately. He's been good, so I'm fine with that. You took all my first basemen except for one. And I don't necessarily recommend this guy in DFS as much as I wanted to bring him up and talk about him. Uh, Matt, the Yankees are grabbing Billy Butler for the stretch run, according to all the reports. I know. They're grabbing Billy Butler for lefties. And it hasn't been officially announced, I don't think, maybe by the time this podcast goes up. And they're going to get Erod on Thursday. So if you want to be the sneakiest person ever and get Billy Butler going to Fenway... With the Yankees to get Erod, uh, again the paperwork's got to happen. He's got to fly in there. He's got to get in. But uh, Billy Butler's becoming a Yankee. Is that is that fun for you to see Billy Butler in in pinstripes? Are we sure he's gonna play? No, not at all. I'm not sure the paperwork's gonna be signed. He's gonna be on the team at all. I again, I didn't know if I want to recommend him as a DFS guy as much as talk about this deal, or is he just too irrelevant at this point? Yeah, it's. Pretty, I don't. First off, I don't know why the Yankees are doing this when they have like you know a dozen. You know, young hitter, young talented hitters in their roster who all, all needed bats, and, and they just they just want them against lefties, and they're facing a bunch of lefties down the stretch, including Erod. So again, if if he goes, you know, this is, if you knew he was going to start tomorrow, would you consider him? No. Okay. He hitting <laughs> lefties is his job. I wanted to bring it up. That's all. It's Fenway. Sorry, you weren't as excited about it as I was. Uh, I again, know. More, you know. It's like if the White Sox brought in Justin Morneau now, I would just... You're like, why? Why? The Yankees are in it. They're in it. They, are they? The, dude, the, the East standings are nuts right now. Yar. Yeah. Uh, the Yankees traded all their guys away and brought up like Gary Sanchez and everybody and got hot. The American League East is kind of a mess, and the wild card is super interesting. Um, the Yankees are only a few games out and pulling it up. Okay, so the last couple days, they were closer, but they're four games out right now. Of a wild Uh, card? For four games out of the East itself, Boston's been hot and has been pulling away. The wild card, as I look live, they are two games out of the wild card. Um, the problem for them is that the field is so tight, so even if you're only a few games out, you gotta hop a bunch of people. Seattle's one and a half out, Tigers are only one out. The East is gonna be interesting down the stretch. I don't, the National League is not as exciting, um, but uh, yeah, San Francisco's still in it. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine them having a super ice-cold second half and then just rolling through the playoffs again? It could happen. Oh, goodness. Um, anyway, uh, Billy Butler in a playoff in a playoff run. We'll see. Um, okay, on to second base, Matt. I had five names. How'd you do at second base? Four. Four. Okay, who do you got? Oh no, I have take back. I do have five. Okay. Okay. Uh, Devin Travis versus one Daniel Wright. Absolutely. I'm wor- I'm willing to pay for it. Logan Forsythe versus Giovanni Gallardo. Totally fine with that. One of my favorite race guys. 
Ben Zorbers versus Jimmy Nelson. Uh, okay. I didn't have it, but I have no reason not to. Adam Frazier versus Jared Eikhoff. Uh, fine with it, too. Yeah. There, you know, left I had that. Uh, first time I've written down, written down, pardon me, Adam Frazier. Uh, but, you know, Eikhoff struggles with lefties, so there it is. There you go. And lastly, uh, Cesar Hernandez versus Chad Cool. I didn't write that, but I'm okay with it. He's a switch hitter. What do you like about this against Chad Cool? Uh, Chad Cool really struggles with lefties, and he's going to be you know facing Cool from the left side. Yeah, should be fine. Chad Cool's been pretty whatever, so Chad Cool has been lukewarm, so oh. I'm fine with it for sure. Uh, at second base, I had Chase Utley getting Archie Bradley. He's left-handed. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I suppose. He leads off sometimes too, you know, so you're getting that. Um, I had... Okay, only one, one name you didn't. I have Starlin Castro getting Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, and the deal here is that Starlin Castro has been awesome at home and terrible on the road. I talked about this on last Friday's show. Um, he's also been better against lefties, so I like that getting Erod. It's not Yankee Stadium, so you might, you know, think twice about him being on the road. But right-handed hitters do pretty okay at Fenway. Uh, so part of me is like, he's on the road, but Fenway's an okay place to be. Were you thinking about Starlin Castro getting Eduardo Rodriguez? Uh, I glanced at it. No. No. no? Okay. Uh, I do love him at home. The splits are real hard, but this is kind of an iffy on the road thing, you know. Um, okay, how about third base, Matt? Where are we going? Trying Manny Machado versus Blake Snell. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. If you want to pay for that, I'm fine with it. The other side, Evan Longoria versus Giovanni Gallardo. Also fine with that. Those are good ones. Josh Donaldson versus Daniel Wright. Uh, I like that. He's been a little bit banged up. Got to make sure he gets in there. He's missed the last couple of games. But if he's in there, that's a that's a big one. Okay. Jonathan Villar versus Mike Montgomery. Uh, absolutely. Totally fine with that. And lastly, Ryan Healy versus Edinson Volquez. I have that too. You you do believe it's pronounced Ryan, right? Should we assume so? It's R- Ryan. It, it's spelled R-Y-O-N, but I also know you, in an old man way, enjoy purposely mispronouncing names. Oh, I do, and yes. I am. Which I'm not blaming you for, but do you literally think it's pronounced Ryan or Ryan? I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm going to look it up now, for the record. I'm not calling you dumb. I'm asking. I know you're not calling me dumb. I just I, I don't know how to answer that question. I'm not... I, I could see you're I, not doing your Eon thing? Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I don't know how to, I'm trying to look it up. Baseball Reference doesn't have it. We, we should do a Twitter poll. Is Ryan Healy's name pronounced Ryan or Ryan? Uh, I assumed it was Ryan, but you're making me, like, think twice. I don't know. You don't have a strong thought about it? <laughs> how to say or pronounce Ryan at names pronouncenames.com. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. Quick Google search doesn't help. I don't know. We'll have to yeah. look into this. Whether it's Ryan Healy or Ryan Healy. Ryan? No. Ryan? No. If you are on Twitter, please tweet at us with your guess of how, or if you know, how to pronounce Ryan Healy. I just assumed it was Ryan. I don't know. And then I realized that you Probably might not is. be. Yeah. But I, I realized you might not be joking when you say Ryan. Um, who else do you got? I like that pick fine, by the way. Who else do you uh, got? That was the end of my list, sadly. Okay. Uh, did you say Chris Bryant getting Jimmy Nelson? I'm in the outfield. Okay, yeah. Possible yeah. National League MVP, Chris Bryant. Yes. Uh, yeah. I wrote down Hernan Perez again. We talked about him a bunch on Wednesday. Um, 
Twitter follower Chris Jackson tweets at us a bunch, tweeted and was like, hey, you guys know that he's like a bajillion dollars on DraftKings, right? Yes, and sir. I was like, no, I didn't know that. And in that case, I am much less interested. I liked him as a sneaky pick, but apparently DraftKings and their weird pricing is... If I had a phone, I would have replied to Chris yeah. and said, uh, yeah, I did know that. Yeah, I didn't. I had not recognized that. Uh, I like Hernan Perez at a decent price. I do not like him at a big price. He's like an okay, like mid-range guy. I like him against a lefty. I like that stack. Um, but do not pay crazy Machado prices for him. Um, and yeah, that was all I had at third base. That was the last name I had. On the shortstop, if you can get VR there, great. If you can get Machado there, great. Uh, who else do you have at shortstop? Okay, JJ Hardy versus Blake Snell. We have not picked J.J. Hardy in a while. Matt, what do you like about J.J. Hardy in this matchup? He's righty and lefty, and he's one of the one of the few Orioles righties that does well against lefties. They, you know, you've got Mark Trimble with a bunch of home runs, but it's it's like wild inconsistent. And you know, Chris Davis kind of the same way. J.J. Hardy has been better this year than I thought. He was miserable last year, and I think I oh, kind of wrote yet. him off. Uh, he's been respectable, and he's been better against lefties this year. I like that pick. It's fine, yeah. I'm into that. Erton, uh, who who else you got? Erton Didi versus Erod. You know, I it's fine. That's lefty on lefty, but Didi's been okay, and Erod's been bad enough. Yes, against lefties over 800. Uh, whatever. I don't know what to do with Didi Gregorius at all. I heard it down. So. You can. It's fine. You know what? It's shortstop. Anything goes at shortstop, just like anything goes at catcher. Uh, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Uh, Corey Seager versus Archie Bradley. Uh, I love that. That's the stud pick of the day. If you can afford it, that is that is the place to go. Uh, uh Lewitsky versus Daniel Wright. Um, yep, I had that. I'm more excited about you know the matchup than Tulo himself, but I definitely wrote it down. Uh, Orlando Garcia versus Mike Montgomery. Okay, I'm into that. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. Brad Miller, the righty killer, versus Giovanni Gallardo. Yeah, the bad Miller, according to Yancey Eden, should be just fine. It still makes me mad. I, it's only because we're not Rays fans that we don't feel like we're suffering through Brad Miller, that's all. I guess I don't watch him every... I mean, if I watch him every day and I saw him dog it, like, say, like, Avi Garcia does, mm-hmm. I would probably have stronger feelings, but... Yeah, basically. He's fine in a DFS sense. He's he's very okay. Yeah, he'll be fine in that matchup. And let's say I have Brent Crawford versus Adam Wainwright. Okay. I just skipped the Giants, but just because they've been so stinky. But there's no reason not to pick the decent ones like him and, uh, and Belt. Um, only one I had you did not mention is Addison Russell getting Jimmy Nelson. Just because we you know, want to pick some Cubs against Jimmy Nelson, I'm fine with that as well. He hits righties. He's okay. Let's get into the outfield. Matt, you mentioned Chris Bryant. Who else do you have in the outfield? Uh, same game, Dexter Fowler versus Jimmy Nelson. Uh, totally fine with that. Yep. I worked on the entire Brewers outfield versus uh, Montgomery, uh, Mike Montgomery Burns. I, I did too. It's uh, it's Ryan Braun, stud, hits lefties. Domingo Santana, who we've mentioned, who hits lefties well. Keon Broxton, I think, I think gets his first mention of the podcast. Have we mentioned Keon Broxton? Yeah. Okay, I, I have a short memory for Keon Broxton then, but. He is not only hitting lefties well this year, he's been a lot better since coming up from, uh, I think he got sent down for a while to straighten things out, and he did. Uh, sneaky, having, having a good end of season. Um, yeah, those all three are good for you, especially against a lefty, right? Accurate. Yeah, pick him. Go for it. Who else you got? 
Michael Saunders and Jose Bautista versus one Daniel Wright. You bet. Any any Blue Jays guys you like with a pulse, including those two. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if, say, like Ezekiel Carrera sneaks in there and he's super cheap, toss him in your um, Third outfielder, go for it, yeah. Uh, Jack Peterson and Andrew Tolles versus Archie Bradley? Andrew Tolles, I believe, but yeah. Is it, is I mean, I just Tolles, think that up really? again. We can make our best guesses on pronunciation, but yeah. Uh, Into it. For the 87th consecutive day, the Pirates lefties versus a righty and Jared Eichel. Right. Gregory Polanco and Matt Joyce, who doesn't get in the lineup very often. but Okay. He, he, came, he came in late today. He went one for one with a walk. Perfect. Yeah. I'm not saying he's bad. It oh, was, he's not, he, he, in, it's he has one thing. job, and he does it pretty well. Pretty much, yeah. But he, he just does not get the start in the crowded outfield. I'm really sad. Yeah. No, I'm fine with it. If you see him starting in, like, not batting eighth, like, yeah, I'm into that. Next up, some of the individuals I like, I like the ODB, Odebel Herrera versus Chad Cool. I like that, and I have another one for you. Oh, no. Uh, from the Phillies outfield, been batting second a bunch. He's only been up for, like, four or five days. He skips AAA, this fellow named Roman Quinn. And I only recognize Roman Quinn because I had him in Fall League one year. He's about my height, which is not <laughs> particularly tall. Uh, but he's fast. He's one of those teeny little quick, quick guys. And he skipped AAA. And it's only been four or five games, but he's hitting okay so far. And if you just want some points, he's at the top of the lineup. I think the Phillies are going to second in the lineup, but high enough. Not many people are picking him. He hasn't made a name for himself at all yet. So far, so good. Uh, not a huge ceiling, but can run and score some runs, can steal some bases. I think Roman Quinn is a cheap option against Chad Cool. You're picking the stack. You're picking the matchup. You're hoping he gets driven in against him. Uh, yeah, won't be popular. I think Roman Quinn is a guy. Pick him as a third outfielder. Roll the dice there. So, he also has um, a fantastic villain name. Roman Quinn is good. Yeah. Uh, yeah in the fall league, he was super nice. I don't know. Seems, sure it seems cool. Yeah. He, he, he sounds uh, like a movie villain. Yeah, it's a good name. It's That's why it's a memorable name, where I was like, I remember that guy. Uh, yeah, super fast. Skip AAA. Don't know about the, you know, big picture, you know, major league career or anything, but so far so good. They're batting him second. That's the important part. Dylan, all I know is no one crosses Roman Quinn and lives to tell about it. <laughs> it is a good name. Uh, okay, who else you got in the outfield? All right, I've read the, uh, the race stack against Giovanni Gallardo. I still believe in Nick Franklin, and I still believe in uh, Corey Dickerson. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Anybody else for you? Honestly, Chris Davis versus Edinson Volquez. Yep, I'm fine with that, too. Um, I prefer him against lefties, but he hits hard enough and has the big enough ceiling that I'll take him against anybody bad. Um, do you like Mark Trumbo getting Blake Snell? Suppose, I mean, all those Orioles guys, are just, they're so similar that if they don't hit a home run, they're not giving you anything. And it's Oh, it's boom or bust for sure. It's GPP only, but... Uh, it sounds like a GPP play to me, if anything. Yep, absolutely, for sure. The last name I had, uh, you know how I prefaced that I just wanted to talk about Billy Butler and he wasn't really a DFS pick for me? Uh, this is that even more. I was looking through rosters to pick guys. Oh, God. And did you know that Billy Burns plays... First, okay, no, before I say it, do you know what team Billy Burns is on right now? He's on the Royals, is he not? He is on the Royals. The answer is yes, you do know. I did not know. But I was going to ask that if you could guess what team Billy Burns would be on, if not the A's. Does it just make, like, again, apparently I missed the news where he like, went to the Royals. Does it just make way too much sense to you? It, that they're like, yeah, we want the like little speedy guy with like no power. It made sense at the time, yes. 
Yeah, I missed the news, but when I saw that, I was like, of course Billy Burns is on the Royals. Of course that's who they have. That's just, ugh, of course. Um, He's on the roster because it's September. He's not going to really get starts. I can't really pick him. But that, uh, even though the matchup against his old team and against Daniel Mangman's fine, I, yeah, uh, that just, I went, of course. Of course he is. Um, Okay, let's go ahead and look at these uh, pictures, though. There aren't a ton, but there are definitely options. There are places to go. Uh, Matt Masahiro Tanaka is in the crowded AL Cy Young talk, I guess. Again, as as much as the AL, you know, wild card and everything is bunched up, so is the Cy Young talk. Are you taking him in Fenway against the hard hitting Red Sox? Um, thinking about it, right? I can't find a reason not to. I mean, the Red Sox are really good offense. Is the reason not to? But okay, obviously, okay. But, even... but he's been pretty darn good and he doesn't really have splits that are worth worrying about like if you want to pay the ace price i think you can do it right you might even come at a discount because he's gonna be in boston against the red sox maybe yeah i'm not saying he's a lock but i'm saying i'm willing to roll the dice there so he gets the ace ace green light we're fine with it how about jay hap getting the angels he's left-handed and they're all right-handed but i don't really care do you no yeah, he's going to be fine. He, not a huge ceiling because he doesn't strike out enough guys, and they don't even whiff that much, but can certainly cruise to plenty of innings and a win, right? He's also facing Daniel Wright. Yeah, yeah. he's That's a I'm green light for me also. Johnny Cueto gets the Cardinals. They hit okay, but Johnny Cueto's been solid. Is that a green light for you? It is a green light for me, yes. Good good signing for the Giants. They rolled the dice there, and that's been really pretty okay did. for them. You know, we'll see what it's like in year two, but yeah. Yeah, so far so good. Adam Wainwright gets the Giants. They've been so stinky cold, and he's okay. That's a green light for me. Would you take Adam Wainwright in San Francisco? I like it in terms of how left-handed the Giants are. I mean, I I like it in the sense that the Giants just got, like, handled by the Padres. Got swept by the Padres. Swept. Yeah. I mean, it was Luis Perdomo doing work against them, really. I know. That's Wainwright can be fine. I'm fine with Wainwright there. I don't love it. It's not... You know, Tanaka ceiling, but he could have a fine outing, and he'll go deep if they let him. So, Blake Snell gets the Orioles. Is that okay? I'm all right with it. Yeah, he has the strikeout potential, and they whiff enough that I am going to kind uh, of think about it. And then, okay, I want to talk about Jimmy Nelson getting the Cubs. Here's the thing: I oh. looked up how he's done against the Cubs this year because we've talked about this because he faces them all the time. It feels like. Uh, it does. What do you think Jimmy Nelson's ERA against the Cubs is? I'm guessing it's sub three. Are you? Would you actually think that, or only because I brought it up? Just because you brought it up, and you said how well he did against the Cubs. Yeah, like if you were about to look it up, uh, it is three five seven. So not ace like, but like he's like zero and three in four starts, and his he has eighteen strikeouts to thirteen walks. So the peripherals are not great. He's struggled, but the ERA is only three five seven. Hasn't gotten manhandled. Um, uh, I don't know. You're still not taking him against in Wrigley, though, right? No, probably not. I don't actually. I don't like either side of this matchup really for DFS purposes. Oh goodness, no! Can't go near Montgomery. I'm not taking lefties against the Brewers either. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I want to give him some credit for not being, you know, as in Matt's words, moon pounded as you would think. But <laughs> actually, no, uh, I I can't take credit for that. That's that's stolen from another source. Sure. Uh, new to me. Uh, that said, no thanks to Jimmy Nelson. The last name I have on my list is the great, the almighty, the amazing Rich Hill. Getting the D-backs. It's a tough matchup. It's in the desert. They have plenty of guys that hit lefties. I don't care. 
He's the most amazing pitcher in the world. Uh, green light, yeah. Pay whatever it costs to get Rich Hill. <laughs> I mean, depends on what it costs. I mean, if it's... If I'm going to be less facetious, he doesn't often go past six innings. Unless he's perfect. Uh, they don't... You know, the, the, there's a leash. We saw it last time. There's an obvious has, leash. Oh, yeah, there has to be. I mean, come on. So if he is Kershaw prices, if he's Tanaka prices, you know... I gotta think twice, but man, he often gives you what you pay for. Like he's been, he's been darn good. So, um, I don't know. That's we didn't pick any D backs. That's for sure. No, we did not. I, I mean, I, I'm okay with. I, I like the magic a lot. If you can afford it, I would. You know, green light. If I had yeah. a phone, I would look up and see how much he would actually cost. Because, <laughs> I mean, the difference between him and Max Scherzer is that they will let Max Scherzer go nine innings and get you right, know fifteen strikeouts. They won't do that with Rich Hill. They're just playing six innings is what they ask from him, you know, maybe <laughs> seven. To Washington. Yeah. So. In which case, Dusty will run him out there, you know, for you know, 12 innings. As long as he wants, yeah, because yeah. um, he's a player's manager. Uh, okay, uh, is there anybody else here you're even thinking about? You don't want Volquez, you don't want Mangan, you don't I, want Erod. I thought about Volquez. <sighs> just because the A's are bad? Pretty much, yes. Edinson Volquez, like... Gotta squint real hard to be excited about Ensign Volquez. Agreed. I don't know. Because ERA's over five, Matt. ERA's over five. He has four and runs allowed in each of his last three starts. Okay. Four of the last five. I don't know. It, it's DFS. You can do it if you want, I guess. I don't you know. You can do it if you want. There's nothing fun about it. I'll give you that much. Yeah. You don't want Archie Bradley. You want Jared Eikhoff getting the Pirates? Or Chad Cool? Chad Cool's cool right. off. Secret yeah. weapon. I mean, the Pirates just aren't that exciting. I don't know. They're really not. All right, let's let's transition into our Field of Streams picks, and we'll start crossing names off. All right. Mike Montgomery's eligible. Pass. Mm. Daniel Magnin's eligible. Pass. Uh, you don't want Eduardo Rodriguez getting the Yankees, do you? No, I do not. Pass. Archie Bradley's up. Jimmy Nelson's up. Volquez is. I don't think you like him as much as them. Uh, Chad Cool or Blake Snell. Uh, Jared Eikhoff not eligible in the contest. He's at like 53%. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'll go first. Jimmy Nelson's my favorite pitcher here, but Wrigley is just death. I'll go ahead and take Blake Snell, but I'm not feeling wonderful about it. I guess uh, I'll roll with this in Eduardo. Ed, Eduardo Rodriguez? Yeah. Okay, at home against the Yankees. The Yankees can be cold enough, uh, and he's opposite Tanaka, but I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, I don't hate it. Yeah, he can be okay. Well, that should about do it for us. Matt, you got anything before we get out of here? Yeah, I went and looked up the box scores for the, the games we were talking about earlier. Which one specifically? The uh, the, the Baltimore, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Toronto Getaway Day and the Kansas City Getaway Day. Oh, yes, perfect. All right, Toronto lineup. Yes. Leading off, center field, Dalton Pompey. Okay, I remember that guy. Betting <laughs> second, left field, Cliff Pennington. <sighs> okay. Betting third, right field, Ezekiel Carrera. Okay. Batting fourth, DH, Chris Colabello. That's a real hitter, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Oh, suspended hitter, yeah. yeah. Um, batting fifth, and a guy that I honestly don't did not know. I remember at the time I did not know he was in the league. Yes. Someone named Matt Haig. I'm trying really hard to come up with a detail I know about Matt Haig, and I don't have any. I mean, I, I honestly, I'm 90% sure we had a conversation about this like at the time. Like, I don't. And know. I forgot that, too. <laughs> I'm pretty, yeah. Usually I can be like twin system, right? Or like first baseman, right? You know, I have nothing on Matt Haig at all. He's, I, apparently, I, he's a guy. Yeah. Uh, okay. Betting six, catcher Josh Thole. 
Yeah. Or totally or Thole? I believe it's Tolly. I think it is Tolly. Uh, betting seventh, third baseman, Nori Kawasaki. Yes. Betting eighth at second, Darwin Barney. And sure. betting ninth, I, I'm assuming this guy. I, I, I'm assuming this guy works in the accounting office in Toronto. Is is Jonathan Diaz? Okay. Yeah, I can't tell you anything about Jonathan Diaz. A little bit of a you know, a common commonish name, but and yeah. The, the starter was Tyler Wilson. Orioles Tyler Wilson. Yes, was for for Baltimore. Oh okay. And oh okay. I thought you meant for the Blue Jays. I was I, like, he was in Toronto. We went no. super hard against him. I think I even pay, I even like you know like spent money on him. How do you do? There was a rain delay. Oh, and he rained out. Oh, <laughs> uh, was he cruising before that at least? Oh no, he threw an inning. Oh, he threw one inning. Yes. Oh boy, that's frustrating. The lesson here is keep an eye out for those clinches, like we said at the top of the show. Okay. No. Um, the Royals one isn't quite as bad as we remember. Okay. I mean, Carlos Carrasco struck out 15 Everybody, or something, right? It was, it was a pretty obvious hangover day. Like, nobody wanted anything to do with playing baseball. Yeah. Uh, it's Jared Dyson, Ben Zobrist, Alex Rios, Paulo Orlando, Johnny Gomes, DH, Chester Cuthbert, Christian Colon, Drew Butera playing first, and Francisco Pena playing catcher. Tributera playing first. That's amazing. I love it. That's so great. apparently it was, you know, the guys who were like not puking were like forced yeah. to play that day, apparently. Yeah, is my guess. Not as bad as I remember. You're right. Yeah, it's no, still no. It's, but either, either way, it was, it's, it, the way they played, it was a pretty obvious hangover day. Yeah. Well, and just Carlos Carrasco, like a legitimately good pitcher. I was like, pay the price. Take it. Take it. Do it. So we'll keep an eye out for those going forward for sure. Okay. Matt, you got anything else before we got rolling? No, I think, I think we ran it down pretty well. All right. Uh, on Friday, do another live show. We got three of them left. Uh, Scott Strandberg joining the show one last time with Brad and I on Friday. So if you want to get your last dose of Scott Strandberg, you can join us 8 a.m. West Coast, 11 a.m. East Coast, doing a live show. Those will, of course, be recorded and put up like regular podcasts. But if you want to come chat with us, uh, join us on Friday morning. Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS. We want to hear about you. You know, buying tickets on SeatGeek to go get garden gnomes or trying to guess how Ryan, Ryan Healy pronounces his name. I, I can't uh, because I don't have a phone. You can tweet mean things at Matt and he won't see them until after 1 p.m. tomorrow. At it's least. Phone. Yeah. Assuming yeah. they fixed it, which I'm not. Matt's phone is in the shop. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that should do it for us. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, live show Friday. Matt and I will be back Monday. Good luck with your picks and we'll talk to you then. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs. Orlando Arcia versus Mike C. Montgomery. I'm sorry. Were you trying to make a Montgomery Burns joke? I was crying, but I couldn't do it. Okay. <laughs>